Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. podcast my name is kyle i am nick and i'm anthony let me get this out of the way real quick i uh i'm dealing with some some sinus issues like i've never dealt with before in my life like i never before have i had like both nostrils like completely blocked up so bad times right now for for kyle both both oh dude it's like when i I usually just have one no when i swallow my ears pop it's fucking it's awful so uh that is disgusting you and you're a trooper for doing tonight uh, well just just an fyi i just want to put it out there you're, you're gonna hear me uh if i sniffle if i if you hear anything gross feel free to tweet me i'm at kyle wotb on twitter so uh feel free to tweet me about that if you'd like <laughs> you know it's funny we, we took a week off and kyle just came back sick i know so oh dude yeah. i took 11 days off of work and the first day back at work i'm like sick i'm like god damn it this would happen like now like right at the end of the vacation yeah. but yeah it is what it is I've, i i had a great vacation hope everybody had a great uh uh christmas and new year's break and, whatever you call it new year's christmas yeah uh it was i know it was it was semi-prosperous for our our uh our local sports teams but um, I think right. I think this episode we're just we're just gonna focus on the Bucks, right? This is our season wrap up show. Yeah, this is a Bucks season wrap up. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. I we would have, say we anyway. haven't talked about him. In, in yeah, the, exactly. It's gonna take a whole show. Yeah, it is. Uh, we haven't talked since the Saints game, uh, as I recall. And, yeah, it's it's been about that long, I think. Yeah, it has. We didn't do a wrap up recap either. No. So. Oh yeah, we, we have a lot of holidays. Holidays, everybody. You know, it was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Anthony's got. Blah, a, blah, blah. He 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 was in town, so he had to drive down here. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with all that. Like, let's just uh, yeah. let's just do it normal style. But you know, this, here we are. Here we are at the end of the season. Uh, and I feel I feel really good. Feel really good about this season. I uh, do I. I can't explain it. I don't want to say I can't explain it, but just 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 have a lot of warm fuzzy feelings about my Buccaneers. <laughs> as we it, go, it to was the a nice recap, you know, or not a recap. It was a nice cap to a season. It's it's always nice when you end the season and you're still in the playoff hunt when your game is over. We yeah, right up to the bitter yeah. end. It was, I guess, the best word to describe it is kind of bittersweet. Because uh, it feels like we left some stuff on the table, but I w- I'm happy with it overall. 
I think. Oh, uh, we most definitely left things on the table, but it's like that final game. It's like the, the like not only did like the planets and stars have to align, but like a black hole would have had to open in the center of the Earth and like sucked Mike Glennon through. He had to come back as like a Titan and like so like, we had a sacrificial giraffe. Yeah, just like all kinds of crazy shit had to happen. But we were we were in the playoff race up until the final week of the season, and and like what more could you ask for after a six? What was it? What, what were we last year? Uh, six and uh, no, six and ten. Were we six and ten yeah. last year? Yeah, we went from two and fourteen to six and ten to now nine and seven. Yeah, that's I mean, a hell of a progression. Exactly. Yeah, I I, I feel yeah. like that's that's a win. That's a win in my book. This is a this was a as I as I famously stated on this podcast, nine and seven. I would suck a thousand wieners for male wieners. By the way, wieners like is we there were, a female wiener? Yeah, not just or, any wiener, male wieners. We were one win away this year from. From if you think about it, adding four wins from since that two and fourteen uh, year each year, so we would have went from two and fourteen to six and ten to ten and six. But of course, they, the Bucks they can't they can't do anything right. I mean, they can do something right, but there's always that caveat. I heard they it. only won three plus this year. I but, heard a, a crazy. I don't I don't know if you call it a stat, but just a little crazy little factoid that it had the Bucks of reverse their last two games. Then we would be in the playoffs. So if we beat the Saints and lost to the to the the Panthers, we'd be in the mm-hmm. playoffs right now. Well, fuck. And that, doesn't that just piss you off? <laughs> it's, yeah. You know what? You know what? Schedule. You know what? It was funny. I looked at the playoff scenarios for this last week, and I was like, "Oh, this is." And then I saw the tie, and I was like, "Oh, oh, that's what everybody's. <laughs> that's yeah. why everybody's already counting us out." I was like, "All these teams could win. It can happen." Tie. Well, Shit. You know the funny part about it was is that they were tied like uh, like until late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so. but Dallas rested their starters, so it, it didn't matter at yeah, that point. Yeah. Then they didn't give it. Yeah. Then it doesn't fucking matter because they don't <laughs> yeah. have anything to win more play for. Yeah. I wish we were in that boat. That's true. <laughs> All of a sudden, the Falcons are like a, a legit team, and Matt Ryan's an MVP candidate. Like we're, we're like what? How Jeff Fisher kept us out of the playoffs and then got there's fired. Only, there's only so much magic in the NFL each season, and apparently Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons took on most of it. You're, yep, you are correct. Well, so I think we should run down our MVP for the season, and then maybe ooh, our yeah. biggest disappointment. Oh, I I, got okay. my, I can do my I can do my I biggest do disappointment right away. I can like I like I have my. Well, let's let's do let's do MVP first. How about that? Well, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Which do you want to go that route first? Because there's always a lot of awards, and Word of the Bay is going to be no different. So, who's your outstanding rookie? Okay. Yeah. So let's let's yeah let's work up to you MVP. Know, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll let's, okay, I like that. We'll work I like up that, to yeah. MVP. Because I still gotta think about who my MVP is. I got yeah. I, I got a couple of guys in mind, but you know I, I I put I put this in the group chat before the I didn't even prepare. So. I know. Well, for for <laughs> sure I have my most disappointing player. Like yeah. typical of me, but uh, uh, I mean. I don't know who else you can give the uh, the rookie of the year award to other than Noah Spence uh, on the defensive line. Like he had. Okay, games. well that's everybody's choice. I was just going to give us something to talk about prior to that. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 there there were games. There were moments in games where he appeared to take over. Specifically that Seattle game where they just had no answer to him. And and um, yeah, just ha- he had an impressive rookie season there. 
And I'm I'm very excited to see how he uh, he uh, does next year. So yeah, Noah Spence playing guy. through that bad shoulder. Yep, yep, yep. If and if the rest of our line can stay a little healthier, or at least the majority of the line stay, um, meaning Gerald McCoy. But if we can get constant pressure from other places, he's going to look that much better next year. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean. <laughs> I think one thing that's being overlooked a lot right now is the fact that our defensive line is getting older. Like we, we got a bunch of old dudes on our defensive line. Believe it or not, Gerald McCoy is getting, he's getting up there in years. So he's one of them. Yeah. So, um, you know, wasted his fucking prime. Oh, oh, oh! Are you some kind of Oklahoma Sooner fan? That uh, yep. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Wasting his prime. Wasting, he's wasting he's him away. Years Best years of his life wasted on fucking the Bucks. Um, how dare us? Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm just excited to see how how he does. If should we should we bolster the line a little bit, maybe draft a couple guys. I just like well, just with another year under his belt, like what is possible? That's exciting to me. Yeah, there's, a, there's some tremendous on the defense. Mm-hmm. Tremendous um, upside. What do you think's next, Nick? You want to do uh, offensive player of, of the year? I was going to say, yeah, we can break it down as, I mean, I think the caveat should be is we don't have to do offensive, defensive, and I mean. Oh, let's do that. Let's do that. I think I think that that, that sounds fun to me because I got, my, off- yeah? I got okay. my offensive player of the year. Okay, so Kyle, if you have your offense, we'll, we'll leave with you. Go ahead okay. with your offensive. My offensive player of the year, who else? Who else could it be besides the guy, Mike Evans, as as the offensive player of the year? Uh, just. He's he's he is arguably one of the faces of the franchise. Uh, he uh, I, I I don't know what else you can say about the guy, Mike Evans, dude. All day, all day. I'm gonna go with uh, Ali Marpet because Ooh. without his, I mean, you gotta admit, for a second year guy, the steadiest of offensive linemen this year for us. Yeah, definitely started every every offensive snap this season. Him and Donovan I mean, Smith. That, that's huge. And it, whether it was Peyton um, or who's it, Peyton Barber, Jaquiz Rogers, Sims, Doug Martin, whoever was running it, whatever it was, if it was Anthony, we would have gotten a few yards per carry out of him uh, because he was running behind Marpet. Uh, not so, not sure. He's my that. offensive MVP this year. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony under protest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure about that one. He but, says, uh, <laughs> "Wait a fucking minute. Wait, why is that? Why? Why? I have the cutting ability of an 80 year old man. You don't. You don't want to see that." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, who's your uh, offensive? My offensive player? MVP is Cameron Brait. Oh, Cam Brait, good one. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like red zone touchdowns and reliable hands on third down and just all around good player. And I'm, I'm sad for the way his season ended late with the injury, but he'll be back strong next year and hopefully with another tight end to help him out. Uh, but yeah, I really, really think he was, a, he, he caught a bunch of big passes for us this year. He was consistently good the entire year. Yeah, he was Anthony. That's the pick I would have thought of if I had thought of him. So good job. Uh, honorable mention, of course, thanks, goes to uh, <laughs> thanks, bro. Uh, honorable mention to Jameis Winston, of course, had a great had a had a better year. It just just he had shown improvement, and you know, you, yep. you got to be excited about where he's going. That's a career. buck record for touchdown passes in a year that 
we think he had an all right year. So but just, just and, point, and, point that out there. In terms of just like he's the fucking quarterback, of course all the attention is going to be paid to Jameis. So I mean, you got to give love to the to the other other players. So I mean, in terms of that, I mean, I give it to him for doing for doing well with not a lot to work with for sure. Yeah, I mean that that's the one big takeaway from this year is just like he didn't have a whole hell of a lot to work with on the offensive side of the ball as far as guys to throw to, guys to hand off the ball off to, and guys to block for him. So, you know, it's it's kind of understandable that, My, um, that he didn't have like a stellar year, you know, what what have you. No quote-unquote stellar. But my honorable mention is Adam Humphreys because he he established probably everything under 10 yards for us. Yeah, dude. Third down, or, well, third down was Mike Evans, but I mean, just the he was he was good on screens. He was good. He was just great in the slot. He he went up and got balls that in the middle. Just yeah, the dude. I I, I no fear. I, I oh, I love having him on the team. Love that guy. Hope you got you got an honorable mention, Anthony. Or should we move on? No, I don't. Yeah, all right. De- <laughs> um, so defense, right? Yeah, defense. This is this is where we're gonna have a lot of. I think we're gonna have a lot of diversity here on defense. Oh yes, because defense was was the the best unit of the team this year. Holy shit, man! The, the defense is back in Tampa, finally. And, and if if Mike Smith doesn't take that job in Jacksonville, then you gotta you gotta think that we're only gonna get better from here. So. He's Hope, totally taking that job. Oh, well, I don't know. Didn't <laughs> yeah, he gone? Yeah. He gone. No, didn't. Isn't Tom Coughlin isn't in, in, in talks? Yeah, but Mike Smith is the younger option and has con- has. I mean, Coughlin's. They both have connections, but I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass. Let's move Dude, on. Dude, I hope not, man. That that would suck. Mike Smith is. <laughs> I'm has, glad you embraced that. Yeah, he's like the architect behind the fucking defense here, man. Um. It'll be fine. They they have the same talent. You just got to bring in the right guy. Yeah. Phillips. Uh I'm going to give my MVP uh, on the defensive side of the ball to, you know, a guy that I've, I've watched work for your, for many years on the Buccaneers and who doesn't always get a lot of respect from even myself included. I think I might've, I've, I've, I might have uh, been harsh on this guy in the past, but you, you got to give it up for Gerald McCoy for constantly being there in the middle, breaking up those, you know, getting that pressure in the middle, like timing that snap count. I, I always say like as when when I always watch Gerald McCoy, he's the guy that I watch on defense, like first off. And like I always notice what like how he gets off the ball. And more more often we than not, talk about a snap count. Oh yeah. he always has a snap count down. If he's if he's off the ball first, then something good is about to happen. And, you know, that's why I always watch him. So, uh, God damn it, Jeremy McCoy had a great a Pro Bowl year this year. Uh, so he's a big reason why we were able to get so much pressure on the quarterback because he was able to be so disruptive up the middle that he commanded those double teams that he was he allowed guys like Noah Spence and Robert Ayers to get to the quarterback. So uh, I, I think he is the cog that makes – a lot of what we did right this season run. So Gerald McCoy is my defensive MVP for this year. That's a good one. That's, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was between him and my choice, Levante David. And as a linebacker who can be both a threat to the quarterback and um, to the receiver, he, he defined being dynamic this year for the, the Bucks. 
he had 147 tackles, three sacks, and three interceptions. That's great. That's a nice spread. He's he's had his hat on pretty much every ball that was any but or any part important this year. You see, he's deflected a few balls that were picked off in important parts of games. Yeah, he he. he... I know. Go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm no, just... I was just about to say. I, I know Gerald McCoy doesn't get the respect, but. Levante David gets a lot of, of praise, but always as a second fiddle to a like Luke Keekley or somebody else. And I'm not saying that he's on the same par, but this year was a big step forward for him being one of the elite linebackers in the NFL. Yeah, I'm always very critical of him. And and I thought that this year he uh, he kind of proved me wrong in, in a lot of senses of just, you know, he's, he's able to be at, at a lot he, of different places in the field. Go ahead, Anthony. He had such a good rookie year that he set this bar i yeah. think that that it's so hard to reach that on a consistent basis like he was getting picks i mean he was forcing tons of fumbles like just one of those years where every break he just seemed to catch it and like yeah, he was every highlight but he's still really good like and he's definitely him and Quan alexander who was gonna be my pick but i thought of somebody else but but you know the that's a good linebacker uh, tandem for a long time for us who's your who's who's your pick is it and, and, i think is uh i really is somebody, I, I somebody a little a little off the board he kind of came on strong towards the end of the year and he showed up a position uh, yeah. uh my pick is uh keith tandy the tandy man can Ooh. yeah on the back end uh when wow. Conte went down yeah see i didn't <laughs> i didn't <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Candy man can. Yeah, I didn't think that uh, when Conti went down, and Conti's not very good, but I thought we were really going to be fucked on the back end for the rest of the year uh, when he started getting injuries. But Keith Tandy came in and played amazingly. Yes. Uh, and and I don't want to say that he's like the safety of the future for us or anything, but I definitely think he's a good like rotational piece. I was about to say he's definitely one of the safeties of the present. And we have a we have a decent player on the back end now. It, we we have one guy back there that we can count on. We, but I don't think he's the safety he's going streaky. And well, he had, he had a really good year for us. He's he's twenty seven, and and you like to think maybe that he just he maybe he's found the right system to thrive in in in, in Mike Smith's defense, and that's what we're seeing here. I really hope so because it, that would. I mean, you just see you see his impact on the field. He in this last game, he just he stripped the fucking ball away from uh, what was it, Ted Ginn or, or or Kellen Benjamin, one of those dudes. Like he muscled the ball away from him in an interception, and the the guy uh, just seems to have a very high football IQ, just a, a very good understanding of where he needs to be in the field and what's coming to him. There's three ticks that he has for going for him. He's got great hands for a defensive player on, especially in the secondary, you have to have hands. Yep. As you just alluded to, he's got a very good football IQ, but he turns his hips so well. He, he, he goes after players that are much smaller, much faster than him, but you never see him take a bad break. 
Like Conti was always had his hips in the wrong way. He's like, oh, oh Conti got burnt. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see that a lot, a whole lot of that in the second half of the season, did we? Like, there there wasn't a lot of those big, like, ah, oh, fuck. There's that play, like obvious safety, like no safety help over the top, and uh, Vern or or uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Verner got burned. Like one of the two, like. My other honorable mention was Brent Grimes, by the way. I, was, I, I thought, I thought you were going to say Brent Grimes, too. Yeah, but Brent Grimes had a great year this year. I've got a, I've got a pretty unique honorable mention for defense, and hear me out. Pat Anger. It's Brian Anger. Because. <laughs> yeah, Brian Anger. I thought it was Pat. <laughs> no, it's Brian, yeah. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Pat McAfee, I think. You've combined well, them. Well, he, played super like, he played like Pat McAfee. All right, so Brian Anger. Anywho, I know he just signed an extension. I'm really happy about that. I'm happy enough I that next time that. I will learn his name properly. I, pro- I apologize, Brian. Anywho, he was such a big part for us for on our defensive side because he gave us the the field position for our, our offensive line to pin their ears back and just go after the quarterback because you know it was an obvious running play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I he he uh he's he's unquestionably the special teams. Uh, MVP. Oh no doubt. Yeah, yeah, if, and that's I, I wasn't. I mean, the other I can't the other say one that. Would have, Shepherd. I was gonna say. Russell yeah, Shepherd or, yeah. or that. What? Who's the fucking guy we signed Ryan that went to Smith, UCF right? corner? Or, uh, no, that's the guy we drafted. There was another one. Anyway. Yeah. No, Don't you sure. say Huff. No. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Huff. Josh Huff. Fuck out of here. Um. Do you want to do the most? Do you want to do the most disappointing on each side of the ball? How about that? Yeah, let's do okay. that. Let's, Kyle. Yeah, my uh, my most disappointing uh, uh, on the offensive side of the ball is, of course, J.R. Sweezy, who is making either the second or third most of any player on the on the Buccaneers. I'm not quite sure, but he's uh, he's top five as as far as a salary on the uh, Buccaneers. Didn't play a goddamn snap uh, of offense. And uh, for and you know I know uh, oh go ahead Kyle no no I'm just saying for how how hyped I was for him before the season you can listen to this podcast I mean I watched film on him I was like fucking I was like fuck yeah dude this is the guy uh, nothing nothing so like why didn't number one mm-hmm. why didn't we know that going into it number two uh, you know why wasn't it more transparent what what were these setbacks that he was having I just it's his back, man. Back injuries are nothing to fuck with. Yeah, man. You're right. Yeah. So and that shit, like that shit, paralyzes you almost if it's bad enough. It does. Like, trust me, from somebody who has a dad who has major back problems, you can't do shit. Is your dad? It, is your dad a tall, Is he a tall guy? No, he's a shorter guy. Oh, actually. is he? Yeah. But, yeah, but but still, I mean, it, it's bad, and uh, so I can't. I don't know his situation. Obviously, none of us do. Like. But the way that Coach Cutter talked about him in the final press conference didn't seem too optimistic that he's ever going to play. Great. I mean, right. This guy just took money and... You know. Like, he wasn't like, oh, yeah, for sure, he'll be back 100% next year. It's like, uh, we'll, we'll see. We, we don't know. And, like, it's been a full year since that surgery. And if you're still going, ah, we'll see, it's probably not a good It's probably not a good thing. Yeah, no, you're not right. a full year, it's, it's, but it's it's been... I don't want to say it's been a full year. I think he had that surgery like pretty. Why couldn't he have gotten MRSA? <laughs> oh Jesus Damn, Christ, man. Nick! <laughs> just sh- shut up. Give just give, give, give us your most disappointing. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Well, my, my, I'm just saying, if he's gonna be useless, 
<laughs> my my um most or least what are we what are we calling it? Uh uh what well, yeah, what would we call it? Like if it, what's the opposite of MVP it would be like mo- the M- least valuable M- player. MDP, most disappointing player. Okay, my MDP is Donovan Smith. Yeah. He is by far the definition of regression. He had such an optimistic outlook last year, and this dude just comes in and just chokes on all the dicks Kyle went after. All the of the dicks. He just, I mean, he he got beat by everybody who was quick. He got overpowered by everybody who was strong. It's like he wasn't good at anything. Donovan Smith played every offensive snap for the Buccaneers, and he was, he was the lowest-graded uh, offensive lineman on Pro Football Focus. Take that as you will, because well, pro football I mean, focus is what it is. Exactly. But, you know, the the I can just, uh, I, when I think every year to year, to year about, oh, it's it, last year it was DeMar Dotson when it comes to penalties that cost us really big plays. And this year it was Donovan Smith. Yeah. Donovan Smith, I heard his name way too often when we saw the camera. It was pan back, long pass, and complete. First down for the Bucks. Oh, we got some laundry on the field. It's like, fuck you, Donovan Smith. Yeah. Well, it certainly could have been. It could not have been Jr. Sweezy with the flag. The That's flag. true. Yeah. So I mean, That's Nick true. Nick may have the more disappointing player than I do. <laughs> um, my most disappointing player, and this comes from, I guess, uh, a personal place, not a personal place, but for a place of someone who loved the guy while he was healthy, is Vincent Jackson. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, that I, I really thought we were going to get one more good year out of him. Uh, and then he would ride off into the sunset. So this is not so much like disappointing as for like me as a fan, but I I, I feel disappointed for him as yeah. like a person and a player. Like, as a professional, yeah, I have yeah. I have a lot of sadness for him. That's not the way I wanted to see him go out in, in Tampa. Uh, as as many shit teams as he signed up for when he signed that contract, and was just a consistent performer on a lot of bad teams with a, with a weird quarterback situations and all that. He only gets one year of a real quarterback and then comes back in the second year and, and I'd get what he played like one game before he got injured or something yeah, like that. A couple games. Yeah. Dude. Just yeah. Shit, that, that does shitty, suck. Shitty all around. He's a, and he's such a, he's yeah. such a good guy. Like he was, he's, he's our nominee for the Walter Payton man of the year award. And he, uh, I, I listened to Mike Evans, uh, his like his radio show on 620, whenever he's on the radio show, and he talks about like the recovery efforts that that Vincent Jackson puts into his like his training and his his off season regiment and just in general like the, the what he goes through to try to recover. Like it just I I know he hates being off the field right now, and I wonder I wonder I just wonder what's going through his mind as far as like is he going to play next? He'll year get a not? he'll get a shot somewhere. Yeah. He'll play for Cleveland or L.A. Um, or some crappy team that doesn't need. Actually, I think a contender that needs a receiver like the Patriots or someone like that would look at him. That's who my other guy was going to allude to because they could make everybody work. Well, I mean, it's it's not so much his it's it's not so much like the team. He needs to go to a good team. It's more like. Does he have anything left in the tank? Exactly. Can he you stay know? healthy? Can he do it? Yeah, it's it's more that than because I when the guy's healthy, there's no questioning his talent. But he's older now, and he's he's got injuries, and so he's and he's definitely taking a step back from what he was when he first got here. We saw a little bit of that last year too, 
don't forget we saw the signs of it but you didn't want to believe it but yeah yeah so that's my most disappointing player and that doesn't come from a place of anger it comes from more of a place of sadness sadness yeah well, i guess that that the turns... doesn't make it any less disappointing but yeah you're right that that would turn us to the defensive side of the ball and uh oh boy I mean, there was a lot to there was a lot to like. There was a lot to hate this year, as far as uh, disappointing players. Um, I would have to say that uh, my most disappointing player on on the defensive side of the ball would have to be Brandon McDougal. I mean, early in the season, like him and Chris Conte were just a recipe for disaster when it, you know when it came to deep balls and and when it came to helping out our our cornerbacks, like uh, you know. You you were almost sure to see the back of their jerseys at least once a game. So, um, yeah, I, I'd have to go with uh, Scottish Thunder as my most disappointing player on defense. Nick? Nick? I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of him, and I can't because we – I can't say Chris Conte. Let me walk you through him. I can't say Chris Conte because he wouldn't be there disappointing because he had ups and downs. doesn't make him disappointing. He was pretty fucking terrible for a, a, a lot of games. He was. You're right. But we expected that out of him. It's not really a disappointment when you expect it out of the player. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, This might sound a bit, bit of a reach because it's going to sound like I'm picking on a rookie, but Hargraves. Oh. It's not a reach because that's what I was going to say. Oh. Okay. All right. Dual. Yeah. Dual. He, he, he showed promise in the beginning and then he got torched and then he showed a little promise and he got torched and then he got torched some more and then they figured him out and then he got torched a lot <laughs> and well I, I think you're now i think you're reaching i i think he had i think he was up and down i don't want to say that he was just consistently torched week in and week out and and i'm not trying no, but in my opinion it was because he he i'm just gonna say he in my opinion he got he got they got tape on him. It's just like any other like in baseball mainly, but you know, when they figure out they got book on a, a pitcher, his his ERA goes up. Well Well they figured out his moves. Look every- Well, I don't I don't see I think I think there's a disconnect here between me and you, Nick, because I, I didn't see that. What I saw was him suffering from bad safety play in the middle of the season, just no help over the top with Conte. Uh he was but Cooper burned him in that Raiders game for sure. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. He did get burned, but I didn't see a consistent downhill slope. I saw him come back up in some games and have good games and lock down his side of the field. And you didn't hear his name. And in other games, he, he had bad games. And I think you can expect that from a rookie. The reason I'm disappointed in him is because I expected more from him. Uh, as much as they talked about how good of a draft prospect he is. And, and what I watched at Florida, I expected more from him. Uh, maybe that was unfair because he's a rookie corner, and I should have expected the ups and downs. Like Kyle always brings it up all the time about Rondé Barber, what he was called in his rookie year. He was called toast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I have a lot of faith in Vern, for obvious reasons. Uh, I think he's going to come back next year and be strong and look better. And I think he his play improved when the safety play improved, uh, which I think you can say for a lot of corners. So. Yeah, but I'm still disappointed in him because, like I said, I expected more from him. Yeah, that's uh, that's understandable. 
And I think I you think, know what it was. It's really hard to find players on this defense that I was really disappointed with. Yeah, you're I, right, I genuinely, right. yeah, yeah. It, it was a stretch. Yeah, because I was like, I was like thinking the levels of this defense. I'm like the line. Well, I mean, the line was pretty good, and like the linebackers were good. Like in this, the, the corners were oh, okay. There were some bad games for the corners, and the safeties were bad. But I didn't want to say Conti because I felt like that was a cop out. Everybody hates that guy. But he still had he still had shining moments this like, year too. Right yeah, to pick six. Exactly. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. It's there's no, nothing damning. Now, yeah. um, I I don't think we even need to do special teams. We all know who who is the most disappointing. <laughs> Actually, he was going to be if we were going to do an an all over uh, an all out disappointment. He was going to be my oh, number one. He'd be very close for me as as my uh, as my all out uh, most what what do we call it? MDP. Most disappointing player. Yeah. MVP. Uh, thank God we're bringing in somebody to, com- to compete with him next year, and I don't think he's going to be on the team next year. You know, I really, I really thought, and I don't know why I thought this because Coder's usually a pretty straight shooter with press conferences, but I thought he was bullshitting when he said that. Think so? I really did. I thought that was like one of those like tactics just to drive him to get better. Like, oh yeah, we might bring in some competition. No, he really fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they signed a future guy. And that just goes, that just, that just tells me a lot of what they think of Roberto Aguayo right now, because that, I think that guy mentally is fucking fried. Yep. To be quite honest with you. I'm sorry. I I forgot who brought up the stat, but I don't, someone said, I don't think he made a kick. They said it's like, he didn't make a kick over 43. You're exactly right. His longest kick was 43. What? Yep. Yeah. And that's bad. Totally unacceptable for an NFL kicker. Totally. Like anything. Like, all right, let's go through 20 yards. You should make 100% of those 30 yards. Like, I don't know, like what? 95? Right, yeah. No, 98, 99. 98. You're allowed to miss maybe two. 40, 95. 45. Okay. Yeah. From 40, 40 to 50 yards. We'll go all the way to 49. What would you say? Like 90, like 90, 85 percent. 85? 85 to 90 percent. I'd say like 85 percent. Like, I think you're being a little too generous. 50, 50, it starts getting real squirrely. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Anything over anything, anything, over, anything over forty-five gets squirrely. Anything over fifty is you have to be a pretty elite kicker to yeah. consistently. Mm-hmm. The dude's not even making things over forty-three. Right. And we drafted him in the second fucking round. Even in college, that was his thing, though. He couldn't make him like over forty. His like percentages went way down. So. And but okay, that's fine. Like he was making, but he, even in the, but he wasn't making all his kicks from inside forty-three anyway in the pros as he was doing in college. This was so a mess. So, so even that, that like shining beacon of trying to justify this fucking pick was oh he's so good from in close and he wasn't. And he wasn't. He's not. You know. So this guy is literally the definition of a uh, bill of goods that was not delivered upon. So he's not making them from distance and he's, and he's very I mean, he's kind of inconsistently making them from, from in short. Yeah. It, so yeah, it's you a, bring in competition. That's yeah. That, that's a guy who would be cut if he was like a, uh, you know, if he, if he was a fifth year kicker or a something. regular kicker. Yeah. I, I just, uh, Kicker first round. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, just, just get it out of the way. Get the kicker in here. No, it, it's it's it's. I'm so glad that they're bringing in another kicker because, like, like you said before, like mentally, 
what this is this this, this is just this is going to break him. He's not going to be able to compete for his job because he he can't compete. That's what I was going to say. He can't compete he can't regularly. Yeah, but he had no competition. It was terrible. He can't compete. This is period. Pro- this is this is probably their test for him. Yeah. Saying we're gonna, okay. Look, we're gonna there's going to be another kicker kick in with you in practice. And if he outkicks you in the preseason, you're gone. Exactly. I mean, I'm not. I'm sure they're not going to say that to him, but I'm sure he knows that. And it's like, yeah. So we're going to see how really mentally tough you are. That's exactly what now. I see happening too. I see. I see him just crumbling. I'm sorry, and I'll, I'll I'll eat my words. Oh no, I was wrong about a kicker, but I, I fucking I see him crumbling. So you won't you won't have to eat your words. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty obvious at this He's point. He's not going to come in next season and start hitting them from fucking 45 yeah. consistently. It's just it's, he might do it in practice. Yeah, and swindle us again. Yeah, because nobody because nobody's watching him. Swindle us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you know that. what he reminds me of that the um, invisible. Uh, boy from Mystery Men, played by um, Cal Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look right. at me, and I can do everything awesome. Exactly. Just... All right. Well, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back, and we'll do uh, we'll do uh, uh, best moment. Talk about worst, the draft a little bit. Worst, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. Maybe we we'll talk a little bit draft. We'll do best moment. We'll do worst moment. We'll do best game. We'll do worst game. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll go over our preseason predictions. Uh, I don't know if you guys have your. I I have some preseason predictions, so I can I can kind of cover for you guys. But we'll go over some of those moments in, in the second half of the podcast, and uh, yeah, that'll be it. So let's let's take a quick break. Okay, we are back. back Ooh, we are back to the show. Um, we can do best moment, worst moment, best game, worst game. Uh, we can go over our uh, preseason predictions. Uh, I know that that Nick, Katie, and I, and and Anthony as well, all predicted the Bucks to go nine and seven by way of coin flip. So, oh yes, <laughs> we, we perfectly. I was going to say, let's go over. Let's go over this one real quick. Did, does anyone have the uh, the schedule up? Buccaneers. I do. You do? Okay. I do. All right. So, I think we well, I think we should all do that. Yeah, that's yeah, that be a, that's a thing. All right. So I got week one. Week one against Atlanta. We all collectively picked that for a win. And we got it right. And we got it right. We got it right. Week two against Arizona. <laughs> Correct. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yes, yeah. it is. Nick, what was the result? Forty to seven, a loss. We picked that as a loss. There you go. All right, two for two, two for two, two for two. Next week, L.A. Um, thirty-seven to thirty-two, a loss. We picked that as a win. And we, ooh, ooh, it should have been a win. Should have been a win. Mustache, fuck. Damn L.A. We'll, we'll we'll get back to that game shortly here. Uh, the next week, Denver yep. Broncos. Uh. Everybody picked that as a 27, loss. Everybody picked that as a loss, right? Yep. And yeah, it, thought so. it was a loss. And we had our Monday night football game. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, we won that game. We won it. Everybody picked it as a loss, though. I think everybody predicted the Panthers to be much better than they were. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, who, who would have thought Panthers last place in the division? That was supposed to be us. <laughs> Suckers. <Yep>. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you, Carolina. Oh, wait, was it was it Carolina or was it New Orleans? 
What? Uh, I don't know. I don't care. Who Who cares? cares? (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Well put, Anthony. Well Uh, put. Next week, Oakland. Or or San Francisco wins across the board. We, of course, won that. The uh, yeah, I'm glad we. I who said one of us said that was going to be loss. I think. Uh, I can't remember who. Well, I don't know. I, I all I have is I have my original picks. I have the picks that the, th- the three or the four of us did, and but I don't. It, have, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I just I just seem to remember somebody saying that. But. I don't have your two picks. Yeah. <laughs> go. I don't have my picks. Go listen to a, a, a pi- the last. I don't know. Whatever. Um. Yeah. Do it. We want it. <laughs> we want it. We got it right. Um. Then the Raiders. We did a thing. The, the 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 Oakland football Raiders are in town and soon to be Vegas soon to be San Diego or apparently apparently San Diego's like in some kind of talks we got to so they're going to lose the Chargers but gain the Raiders yeah i don't, I don't know it's weird it's stupid all those in California Anyways. it's like going out into your neighborhood and being like i'm unhappy with my marriage give me your wife we'll trade yeah it's like it's <laughs> It's like you're all in the same. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we won that game, or we lost it. We lost it to Derek Carr. I was about to say we lost that game. Yeah, the most penalized game in, in history. We lost. Uh, the next week, of course, Atlanta. We all had as a win. Yep, at home on prime time. We should have known better. Well, hold on, hold on. I had it as a win. Um. Somebody else had it as a win. Katie, Nick, Anthony, and I all had it as a loss. So, wait, wait, who's yeah, the who's mystery the fifth person? Uh, the, it was another podcast. It was that other podcast I did. Oh, okay. He he was a, he was actually a, he was a Falcons fan. The Falcons fan called the Falcons to go seven and nine. So it's pretty oh, fucking fuck that guy. I don't know. Called us to go seven and nine. So. <clears throat> So still fuck that guy. Idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we correctly predicted that as a group, as a loss. Next week against Chicago, um, we predicted as a, a W. 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 Uh, Kansas City, we predicted as a loss. We, of course, won that game. Yep. Uh, uh, to start the, uh, the the second game of the historic win streak, uh, Seattle, the next game, we all picked that as a loss. We, of course, won that. San Diego, we all picked it as a win. We won that. New Orleans, we predicted as a win. We won that as well. Dallas, we all predicted as a win. We lost that barely. Silly fuckers. We barely lost that. Uh, New Orleans, we pred- we all predicted as a loss. We we predicted that correctly, and then finally Carolina, we predicted to sweep, or we predicted a win rather, and we won that game. So we did that. We weren't too far off. There was a couple there games. Goes nine and seven. Yeah, a couple games here and there we were off, but I think we predicted the nine and seven by way of coin flip. themselves out. Yeah. yeah, by way of sucking one thousand dicks, we uh, made nine and seven. So you are welcome, Bucks Nation, for that. That's why his nose is all stuffy. That's why my nose is all stuffy, because it's full of semen. I I drank I, I drank all of it up. Oh god! That's what I do. I think we've peaked. I think we've peaked as a podcast. We've said that so many times. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Uh, 
moments. You guys want to? You guys want to go into uh, best and worst moments of, of, of the? So here's the thing with moments. I can't think of those off the top of my head. I got one. I have one. Got one, and it's real. Oh, well, I guess I'm just the dumb one on the podcast. <laughs> well, but good thing you're going last. Give you enough time to look for it. We, uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of great moments to choose from uh, this season. Uh, you, you know, you could go with uh, you go you can go with the last game where uh, we defended the two point conversion. But I, I, I'm going to go with something that's special in my heart uh, because Nick, Anthony, and I were all watching the game uh, together for the first time, and we. The Tandy man had just picked off Drew Brees for the win to seal our uh, fourth or fifth fifth consecutive win in a row. Um, that was four. Four. Good. Number number four in a row. Uh, we we picked off Mr. Drew Brees. No, no, no that that was that was five. That was for number five, we we picked off Mr. Drew Brees, and uh, I jumped in my uh, my parents' pool for that, and that was probably the high. The highlight as of, did I of this season as as did Nick and uh, that was my uh, favorite moment best moment of the season for me is is uh, Keith Tandy's interception of Drew Brees to seal the win against the Saints. See, Kyle's is very very like I would I dare say almost romantic because it has friends involved and it was so cool that they got to capitalize and and be social. Mine was a little more greedy. Mine was the uh, the Bears game in November. So it was during my and my wife's one year anniversary. So we were at a, a high resort in Orlando and I got to be by the pool with a bunch of big flat screens. And uh, I think I had probably six or seven Bloody Marys. And it was one of the best days because the two days or three days before that we recorded a podcast where I had my bold prediction and I called that's right. Jay Cutler with four turnovers. <laughs> and I hit it nail on the head, and the Bucks won that game. So that was my favorite moment this season. I, I got to call it, and you should have heard me at this bar. These people must have thought I was crazy. I'm like, I got a podcast, and I called this. <laughs> I have over 100 <laughs> listeners on my podcast. <laughs> Tens of people think I'm important. <laughs> Is that going to be the new? I have a blog. I have a podcast. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got a fucking podcast these days. So yeah, it's 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 already been the new. I have a blog. <laughs> Anthony, do you have do you have one? I uh, I do actually have a moment, uh, and I can't believe. Uh, yeah, we stopped long enough. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but. Uh, the game-winning kick on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that was actually a big moment. Yeah, um, as disappointing as as Avocado was this year. <laughs> avocado, Avocado, that's your name for him. Yeah. In Spanish, it's Aguacate. Uh, Rick, so just, Ricky Avocado. I, I think um, that was a big turning point for our season. Was that win on Monday night? Uh, I'll even say that was probably that was a big game for him. That's when he like oh. He, he looks like an NFL against figure. the Bucks killer Derek Anderson. Yes, uh, you know to finally get off that hump. You know now we're just we're just one fucking step away from the Super Bowl now. Uh, it, it was just it was a big moment. And it felt good, and especially because he had such a shit night that night outside of that kick, and I had to eat all my fucking words on Twitter. But still, I enjoyed that, and uh, I think it was our first primetime win for what felt like forever. So, yeah. 
That was that was pretty huge. That was a good moment. Well, you can't have your yin without your yang. You can't have yes. You can't have your uh, your your yams without your uh, your your marshmallows. You can't have potato salad without mustard and mayonnaise. So uh, we go with this. I, I don't fucking know. I was trying to think of things. Uh, uh, we got to go to the worst moments. Worst moments of the year. I've got mine already, like preloaded, and yeah, mine. My, I had mine as soon as you said worst. That my my worst moment of the year has got to be the possession against the Dallas Cowboys, where Jameis Winston got the ball back with what was it? Uh, I think it was like two minutes left or something. I mean, he he, you know, it was. It's like. The picture-perfect moment. You get the ball back, two minutes left on the clock. you got X amount of timeouts. You're ready to drive down the field. This is this is where quarterbacks' names are made. And Can I interject real quick, Clark? Sure, sure, sure. I'm sorry sure. to interrupt you. I just, I just remember turning to my dad during this moment and going, this is his moment. Yeah. This is when it, this is when it happens. Yeah. Go ahead. Sunday Night Football, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth against the Dallas fucking Cowboys, the largest viewing audience you probably had in your entire football career, save for the, the college national championship. And uh, it doesn't pan out. Uh, 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 Gosner Sherless is hurt, and, and and he gets sacked three times. We end up going three and out on that possession. And that's when I was like, we are not ready for primetime. We are not going to be any kind of playoff team this year. Like that was, that was the stone cold reality of the goddamn season. And one drive was when we could not move the ball against the Dallas Cowboys with two minutes left and, and, and our franchise court with the, with the ball in our franchise quarterback's hands. Like that moment for me was like, well, we're just not there yet, guys. We're just not there yet. It, I don't know if that was the we're not there yet moment for me, but it was definitely one of those like, well, even if we get reality, what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Reality came calling on that one. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. hey, hey, you're still not there. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, yeah. Maybe it's kind of like a kick. Like, fucking get that. Get back down there to Tampa, you piece (laughs) of shit. Like, that's what that was. Oh, you're gonna oh, you're gonna flex us? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking fuck you. Welcome to Dallas, bitch. Enjoy your night, Tampa. <laughs> we had five games Nick, in a row. Um, before I uh, bring this up, guys, I'm, I'm I want you all to to remove all sharp objects from your your vicinity because this one this one this one really smarts because in true Bucks fashion we lost this game. Um, my m- moment occurred at 148 in overtime of the Oakland Tampa oh, Bay shit. game. He's got the receipts. Um, well, just like Oakland fashion, that game, they had just been called for, um, holding. It was another penalty on an already record setting game that Oakland had committed the most penalties in NFL history. And in true, true bucks fashion, because it just knocked them out of uh, field goal range. What do they do? They allow a pass over the middle that gets poorly tackled and goes in for a touchdown. And yeah, it's just... Like the whole the whole aspect of it was so buck. So please just give me a moment here and we'll listen in on Florida Walford is tight end. Cuts back at the forty-five and now a flag comes in from the secondary. 
And all Bucks fans here smiled because, ha, they got another penalty. We're going to get out of it yet. Nope. Nope. DPI. Well, there's the record. Illegal block in the back. Offense number 10. 10 yard penalty. Third down. Wait, what? Oh, this is this, it. Here it is. This is. Oh, that's right. That is where my heart broke because that was the proof that not not that the Bucks weren't going to make the playoffs because I didn't know it at that point in time, but I knew that we weren't magic. Yeah, you know, I knew it wasn't to be that destined team that nothing could stop us because, unfortunately for Derek Carr and his leg, Oakland's that team this year. Apparently, nothing could stop stop Derek Carr is is how that went. Well, I mean, something can stop their car. Oh, anyway. Yeah, compound pressure. Anthony, let's go. Let's go with your your worst moment of the year. My worst moment, and this partly has to do with the toy reaction afterwards, uh, was the final play against the Rams. Um, when Jameis rolled out and it looked like from everybody's point of view that he could have at least had a chance at running it in. Oh, totally. But he didn't even throw it or run it. He just took a sack. He did nothing. Uh, Yeah. He ate it. That sparked, I think a debate that went on for maybe the rest of that week of whose fault it was in that game. And like, and I think me and Kyle are on the side of like, he's got to come through in that moment. Like that's why we drafted him and everybody else is blaming the whole rest of the game for, you know, and it's not his fault. And blah, blah, blah. That was just a, a horrible week Yeah, uh, to be a Bucks fan. It really was. And that was an embarrassment. As much as, as much as I think Winston is how good he is and how good he can be. And I, I th- how much I think we do need to get, you know, pieces around him and all that. You got to come through, man. Here you go. Anthony. And then, Ready for this? And it's it's disappointing. It's disappointing when it doesn't it doesn't happen. And uh, to be honest with you, I don't think it's really happened yet. To let's be honest. let's uh, let's listen. That's Evans, and this is it. Winston is going to go down, and the game is over. This is a relief for this guy right here, Jeff Fisher. Pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? I mean, did you hear the crowd? Yep. Yeah. They're in there. Died immediately. It, they were just like, what the, f-? like everybody had the same reaction. Like what the fuck just happened? Like what <laughs> you got to give somebody a chance on that last play. Yeah. And I that... mean, we, we, we saw it. Li- we saw a little bit last year with, with James Wilson. He, he had some, he had some last minute uh, heroics, but this year it, they've been few and far between for young James. So yeah, that's. Uh... And it, it really, it really stings the most. Cause as we mentioned, that kept us out of the playoffs, man. Yeah. It's about that game. We have that game, and we we make the playoffs. If you would have just tucked and run, but hey, hey, I've seen that fucking play CSI'd so many times. There were defenders downfield. I want to tackle them, but, 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 but yeah, because you know, Jameis. Because Jameis, if there's one thing we know about Jameis Winston, he has zero escapability. You know, he 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 there's can't no shed when it comes to fleet of foot. Yeah, so. and he and he can't shed tackles, and you know, he 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 has none of that ability. He just falls difficultly. Oh boy, yeah. He should have. I don't know what he was doing on that play. God, that just yeah, that is a that is a terrible moment. He's not like Berman, who's just having an existential crisis. <laughs> Shit. 
I just don't. I don't know what they were looking at. God, I'm just. I'm just never funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. He's sometimes funny. No, he's never. Stop. Um, stop immediately. Best best game. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I don't have to go into it. It was an awesome game. We fucking beat them in their own house. Uh, is you know they Seminole chopped. Jameis Winston was powered up. I was drunk. That was the funniest highlight. I Ubered over to to, to Nick's house and 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 drank an, an entire six pack and, and ate steak. It was fucking. It was a fucking great game for me. Was, that was yeah. There was that was good steak. Yeah. So that, that's my that's my best game of the year. All right. Mine happened to be, I'll say this was, it wasn't the prettiest game for the Bucks, but it was the victory against Seattle. And yeah, that was really cool seeing what everybody touted as. I mean, come on guys. How many, how many times were you told in the beginning of that week that Seattle's the the cream of the crop of the NFC? Dude. So Jonathan, who's like the third co-host on the show, he was saying he, he was in the parking lot before the game. And what's the third? He yeah right. And he was he was like he was saying before the the game even started that like Seahawks fans were acting like that was a foregone conclusion that they were going to win that game. So yeah, it, it, that that was a fucking tremendous win. I dealt with a lot of cocky Seattle fans that day, so that's why probably it has to do with my favorite moment because it was just a it was a. A show for our defense. I mean, let's just be honest. You hold a team like that to five points. They had something like five. Hold on. Let's see. Russell Wilson's line read as 17 for 33, 151 yards, no touchdowns, and two picks. Terrible. 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 Absolutely terrible. Um, Honestly, I'm looking at a lot of the the stats. No, the only person we had stopped was their fucking field goal kicker. He was one for one. Yeah. Anthony, you got, you got a uh, uh, the the Nick. Why don't you use your, your psychic powers to tell me what my best game of the season was? Oh, um, I'm I'm sensing a West Coast team. Um, something tells me Bolo ties. Uh, uh powdered blue. Uh, Am I on the right track? Yes, yes, you are. This really? is amazing, folks. This is true. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the San Diego Chargers. Yep, that's my best game of the season. Uh, in terms of enjoyability to watch, that was definitely the best. Uh, in terms of that game ceiling pick, uh, and, and that was definitely a trap game, one that we probably, you know, I felt like we were going to drop that we shouldn't have, but we we came through and we won it, and that's always a good thing to see for a young team. It is a it's, it was a confidence boost at the moment. Yeah, yeah. You you guys took the two best ones anyway, so I was. I know. For, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, worst game. I'm, I, worst game. I I think this this might be a unanimous decision, but I'm gonna go with that Thursday night football game against Atlanta, where they just completely destroyed us in front of a national. Not audience. only was that not only was that a bad showing for the Bucks as a as a, a showing for what we could potentially be, but that was just a a, a a continuation of a shit show that is Thursday night football. Okay, I I I get what we're, I get the bads about this game, obviously, but don't you, f- the, you know, the season kind of turned after that. Maybe maybe it sparked us a little bit. Like, hey, we got to get our shit together. It did. Well, that, I that, mean, it definitely was a gut check. Yeah. 
that Ryan is in, I don't know. in in conversations for being the league MVP. So I mean, that's what a league MVP should do to you on uh, you know if you're having an off night. So uh, maybe, but still, it was just it was just you know I'm tired of seeing that fucking game. I'm tired of that game happening because I've seen it the last three years. I'm so fucking tired of that fucking primetime blowout or, or just, yep. you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. Whether it be the, the Ravens oh, or the do. Falcons or the Panthers or the or whoever. Fucking tired of that game. So, yeah, that was my worst. That was the worst game of the year for me. My my second pick for worst game of the year was uh, week 16 against the Saints. We had a chance. We yeah. really did. We had a big chance to help control our own future, and we just couldn't get it done. You're you right. fuckers. Man. You always leave me out in the cold. <laughs> I was going to say the Saints game. Now I have nothing. Just uh, the Rams game. Fucking fuck the Rams game. We've already said it enough. The Rams game was fuck terrible, game. though, guys, because it was it, terrible. It was like clearly a bad team that we could have beat and should have beat and didn't. They had fucking Chase Keenum at quarterback. Yeah. Yep. Chase Keenum. What's that guy done? Beat nothing. us. Yeah. Every backup does. Yep. But anyway, so that, yeah, that's the worst game of the season. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally agree um, with, with all your points. Um, <laughs> I was listening. Uh, so, got to got to send that tweet, baby. Um, yeah. What, yep. what do we have left here? Uh so, I've got one question. At the end of the year, what does everybody here see as the most glaring need? Oh, good, good. Dick's out for Dalvin. Dick's out for Dalvin. We got to go. We, yep. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Anthony. We got to go out there. Any cost, any means necessary. I don't care who we have to trade. Jeremy McCoy. We're going to trade. More future first rounders. We're going to trade Jeremy McCoy. To, to Cleveland. Okay. Do you think Cleveland will accept the trade for Gerald McCoy? Uh, 100%. Uh, our first round if pick. All you got to tell them is that we're Noel fans and yep. they'll just, they'll just, yep. We got this. We got to go dicks out for you guys, Dalvin. You guys, this is silly. You're being silly. We got to go dicks out for Dalvin. I, I, dicks out for Dalvin. 100%. Biggest need this offseason. No, just uh, Dalvin Cook. Not even a running back. We just need Dalvin Cook. We don't, if you draft another running back, it's not a need anymore. Okay. So are you both going with running back? No, uh, no, I'm going to go. Actually, I, I would go with a uh, uh, wide receiver. I think we really need somebody there, Fuck. whether it be through free agency, whether it be through the draft. I think Mike, it's Mike Evans, Adam Humphreys, and and, and, and I think Shepard, maybe we need a right tight end. Yeah, we need, we need a speed guy to like stretch the field. Like we need somebody that's going to, that's going to keep Dalvin cook can do that. Dalvin cook can do that. And no improved his receiving game this year. If you didn't know, well, hang on all in in all seriousness, we haven't talked about the whole Doug Martin situation and and maybe we'll do that next podcast. Maybe we won't. Uh, But yeah, there, there may may be a legitimate need for running back, especially if the bucks do decide to part ways with, with Doug Martin. So, um, does it need to be in the first round? No, I don't think so. I really don't think no. so. I think, okay, then. yeah, I, I think 
we're we're okay with second, third, maybe even fourth round uh, running backs, especially with a draft that's this, this deep. Shit, we wasted it on a kicker last year. I'm sure we can waste the second round on a running back. You don't want to be a fucking Minnesota. Like the, 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 no. that, that's that's who a Dalvin Cook goes to, or Leonard Fournette goes to. They go to like the fucking Browns, and like they are the bell cow for the Browns through every yeah, shitty quarterback. Yeah, they have a three-year right career than yep. a thought. Exactly. Yeah, th- that's, no line. You don't want to be that fucking team. You want to be the team that has. Uh, Jameis Winston, and, and and you build around that guy. You're not going to build around fucking Davin Cook, Dalvin Cook. You, you know when you when you know you know when you draft a running back high in the first round when you're when you have a situation like the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Exactly. That's yep. when you draft. That's when you draft that elite running back to run behind that elite offensive line. Right. Exactly. You're going to draft Dalvin Cook and what? And you're going to draft him in the first round. What? He's going to run into the fucking. I mean, yeah, he's going to break off some runs because he's just that good. Um, but he's that. a rookie and he's going to get swallowed up by a few. But he's going to get fucking hammered with this offensive line. And then what? Oh, fucking. Well, yeah, three years from now, you're going to be, oh, we should have fucking taken this guy. I'm, so I'm glad you brought that up because my glaring need is left tackle. We need a left tackle that can come in and A, stop getting penalties, B, keep our quarterback off his ass. And see, maybe throw in some run blocks. I don't know, but Smith has done none of those things this year. He's he regressed to a point where if we're already looking at replacing Aguayo because of his needs, we're going to be looking for a left tackle. It's the most important position on a la- on a um, offense, or actually the most important position on an offense, second to the quarterback. Right. And we don't have a good one. We don't. Matter of fact, we have the worst one, as Kyle alluded to earlier. Yeah. I, I want to make something perfectly clear. I know how Dav, good Dalvin Cook is. You do not have to prove it to me on Twitter. You do not have to prove it to me on any form of social media. I know how good he is. Okay. He's not a need right now, in my opinion. And we we're not in a place as a team to draft a running back in the high in the first round. I, we're just not. I, I I think exactly. I think look like I'll be perfectly happy if we draft Dalvin Cook, but I just really don't see it yeah. because we're not that team. We're we're really not that team right now. Like we're not the team that needs to draft the, that kind of bell cow back. Like, do you want to be Minnesota for the next ten years? Do you want do you want to be fucking uh, uh, San Francisco? Seven and nine with Adrian Peterson running for two thousand yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just. Uh, I mean, yes. Is he is he an elite talent for all intents and purposes? He does look like that, but uh, yeah, he is. He's he's really fucking good, and he carried Florida State for these last two years, and that's how good he is. And I get it. I get the hype. I get why people want that. You know what else would be cool? A really good number two wide receiver, or a, a, also be really cool. Another Wouldn't good it? defensive that tackle. Going look look at look at how old our defensive tackles are. We have we have old defensive tackles. Uh, uh, we, you know we could we could stand to use a safety, maybe even a, a line. You know this is we we have the luxury this offseason. We're, we're just now. We're just filling holes, guys, and that's such a great thing to talk about. We're not. We're it's not, true. These are rich people problems. Exactly. We're, we have to fill holes here, and that is a very good thing. You know, we know where our weaknesses lie. We know what we need to do to address them. And oh boy, we. I mean, I, I'll say this because the Bucks have a lot of money in free agency this offseason. If they go out and confidently. And so I have confidence in it because their moves have not been the best and free agency. If they fill a bunch of holes before the draft, they get a number two wide receiver like Deshaun Jackson or someone like that. 
and they and, you know and they fill all those gaps that we need and then if you feel comfortable enough to take Dalvin Cook in the first round fine but as it stands right now we can't we're not in a position to do that I don't think I, I agree with you yeah yeah I, I would agree also yeah <laughs> sorry also not paying attention <laughs> Podcast whiskey, whiskey right, drunk, so, whiskey drunk Kyle. So drunk Kyle, it's, it's it's what what else do you want to cover about the Bucks? This I mean, do we want to touch on Doug Martin and how much of a dick face Steve Dumig is? What does Steve Dumig do? No, because he's always a dick face. Why why is he is he being is he being an asshole to Doug Martin? What or? do you think he's saying about Doug Martin? God damn it, everybody! Can we just? Can we calm the fuck down? They all cheat. All of those all of those players that you love and that you grew up watching. No, 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 no. You you commented on Twitter. Kyle, oh, the mollies he's doing. Him, a, like, he's, yeah, about like saying all this shit about him a, in bars and all kinds he's of shit. Addicted to the mollies. Just, I mean, pure talk. I mean, he just pulled the word of the bay and talked about it talked out of his ass. Oh, the yeah. Show. You know, you yeah. know who, you know who calls Molly Mollies? Someone who's never fucking done Molly. Bro, no, he's not addicted <laughs> to Molly, okay? He's not at all addicted. I don't know. I've had twenty eight marijuanas in my life. <laughs> Damn, my legs fell off because of it. I have no doubt that Doug Martin, drugs kids. Doug Martin probably did Molly, but you know what? Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Like, can he run the football for us? Yeah, great, awesome. And he did what do you adrenaline? Adrenaline? What was his? What did he get popped for? Adre- Adderall. Adderall. Oh, Adderall. I think. Who cares? There's like a bunch of conflicting reports Good. about that. Fucking get back. Oh, shut shut up. Shut the fuck up, in Molly's. Like he's he's addicted to the Molly's. Good. I'm glad he's he that he opened his mind and he had a he had a fucking good time. For I don't fuck's sake, have happy about it. Doug Martin's he Doug Martin's in his fucking twenties. He he should do Molly. He should do Molly and he should do fucking cocaine. Yeah, I put his acid and mushrooms because fucking a man. He's twenty. You're only gonna you're only gonna you're only gonna think you're gonna get to be twenty once in your fucking life. So you might as well do it all, man. Fuck all the bitches that you can. Spend all the fucking money that you can. Buy a fucking Ferrari. Run it off the fucking side of a cliff. Who fucking cares, man? You're a millionaire. You're 20. You're young. Do it all, man. Who cares? And 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 and, and give me some fancy points next year, please. Jesus. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street just checked in. Uh, the puck. Jesus uh, Christ, Kyle. Dude, he's... I was not. This was not the direction I wanted to go with this. Oh, I'm sorry. We have we're... quite a few young <laughs> listeners, I'm sure, out there in Tampa Bay Sportsland. Where, where, where were we going with this? I don't know anymore, to be honest with you. Look, like, I guess in our Ferrari off a cliff, I don't know. I don't... All, look, all I'm saying is that I, I, I just I, I just turned 30, and oh, yeah, fuck you. He's an old. I'm an old God, man now. God, you're old. Now I'm an old fucking man, and one thing I'm, tr- I'm, I'm starting to realize is that it's fucking light. Like, it's all finite. Life is finite, and, and, and just enjoy the time that you have here on this earth. If Doug Martin wants to take Adderall and play football, then he should be able to take Adderall and play fucking football, for fuck's sakes. Like, yeah. I... What's wrong? What's wrong? Why? What are, we, what, what are we talking about? Adderall. Who cares? Who cares? Let him play fucking football. It's what he loves to do. He spent his whole fucking adolescence in his high school career doing that. He takes some fucking Adderall because he wants to be the best goddamn player he can be. And suddenly he's uh, it's just... I hate I hate these drug charges that, 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 that players get suspended for. It's so stupid to me. Just fucking play football. You know what? I- 
I th I think I heard right, and uh, and uh, I wasn't aware of this until recently. But I I'm pretty sure the NHL actually doesn't test for marijuana. Yeah, neither does the NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I take it back. So okay, so this is it. NBA does not check for marijuana. M NHL does check for marijuana, but does not punish for it. Right, uh. that's what I meant. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're noted. You're put on a, a list, and if you get, you know, the, the only difference is in the NHL if. If you are, uh, uh, if you do get popped for a substance abuse charge within something else in the NHL, and you also have a positive charge for marijuana, they kind of take it as you are an offender of the repeat nature. Yeah, Kyle, there's, there's, I think there's some things we may differ on uh, with the drug testing. I do think if a guy gets fucking caught for like heroin or some shit. Like, you should probably do something about that's a problem. that. Like, that guy's uh, health sick. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they can just be like, yeah, you can let him do all the drugs. You know, that's probably not a good idea. Um, but Look, look yeah, man, is he, is he scoring 20 goals a year? Is, 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 he is he scoring 20 goals a year? Then fuck yeah, let him do all the heroin he wants to do. Okay? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I, think you're, I think we're kind of downplaying Adderall as, a, as can be a really bad yeah, drug for somebody. You might be right, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. That, that is fair enough. Okay. I, I I just want to, yeah, but fuck him before <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, before him for, for, for get fancy well, points. He did he did he did he did write that letter, and I I guess that, you know maybe he feels he does have a problem. So, I mean, yeah, if he does have a obviously if he does have a problem, he should he should go get help. Like yeah. it's it's not a, in the but I do agree with you in some facets that drug the drug testing in the NHL is, is I mean in the NFL is, is really fucked up especially well, for weed it's a witch hunt across the board that. across the board I think NHL yeah. NBA you can't expect these guys to make millions of dollars to fucking you know just be clean you know clean model citizens their entire career right their competitors are going to do anything they can do to compete and be better than the next guy because that's just what they were raised to do. It's I, I, we've had the steroid discussion we, yeah, before, we've done this before on the show. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to get into that. Before. I just yeah. you know I, I hope I hope Doug Martin is back next year. If he's not, I understand why. If he is, I, I I'll be happy. But uh, I certainly don't think that um, the Bucks need to go uh, uh, trading up into the first round to go get Leonard Fournette or Dalvin Cook for fuck's sakes. Okay, you know. We, 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 we're not that far gone, geez, guys. Yeah, we, we don't need that. We we have a backfield that's that that's competitive, uh, and and even if we don't, we could we could probably draft a guy who could carry the ball a few times uh, in place of Doug Martin. So <sighs> relax, you got your franchise quarterback, guys. What fucking more do you want? The, the biggest domino. Yeah. Holy shit. God damn it. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like sometimes it's just blatantly obvious that we just don't want FSU Twitter to be happy about something. No, dude, it's just it's it's just that there's there's a select few that just seem to value the school over everything else, and it's like it's like fucking dude, really, really. <sighs> I mean, I've I've seen tweets from those same people saying Vernon Hargrave should have never been drafted by the Bucks, and he's a bust, and all kinds of shit. So, good job, guys. Way to keep your uh, college allegiances out of it. Look, David Cook. I know we all struggle with that, but you're not even trying. So, <laughs> I'll be happy with it. Whatever happens, if Dalvin Cook ends up being a Buccaneer, then I, I'm sure I won't be disappointed. So, you know, it, it is what it is. 
Um, you'll be disappointed with the with the Twitter reaction. Is what you'll be disappointed. That's what'll make you upset. Yeah, it won't be the player himself. It'll be the Twitter reaction. Yeah, I think I think, I think Anthony said it best. Then, then we'll have two players on offense that we can never blame for anything ever, ever. Yeah. Um. So next year, uh, in closing for the Buccaneers, I mean, it's got to be playoffs. Playoffs are bust. Playoff? Anything but playoffs, playoffs without. I was about to say anything but playoffs is a is a big is a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, we gotta have playoffs next year. That's 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 just how it's gotta go. Twelve and four. No, I'm kidding. Twelve and four. <laughs> if that happens, I will suck a thousand dicks. Jesus, if we go twelve and four. Ugh. Our rec- our dude, our schedule is not going to be easy next no, year. No, no, no. I was looking at I, they haven't like set dates or anything, but I was looking at the home games and the away games. I think we're going to Lambeau. Like the Patriots are coming to town. Like it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's we, we it doesn't get any or it doesn't get any easier next year. So hey, but you got to beat the good teams. Yeah, you That's gotta, how you take that step forward. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. How you become a great team. Hey, I fully expect us to to step forward. I think Jameis he's shown. Uh, improvement from from last year to this year, uh, and the defense has certainly improved. Uh, there's a lot to be optimistic about this team. So, good shit, good shit all around. Yeah, good good return to good return to the show. I don't want to say the form, but to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got whiskey drunk. <sighs> See, that's why I don't want to say it because you usually what usually get other kinds of drunk. Uh yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, we can we can wrap this up, Nick. I know you're itching to get you're, you're itching to get to sleep right now. I'm tired. You gotta work. You gotta. Nick's gotta work early in the morning. Uh, I gotta get up as well and make some bacon and eggs. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm unemployed, so I'll be I'll Anthony, be here. Anthony's unemployed, but wish him luck. He's 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 searching for employment. If you if if you are a sports blog and you want to hire Anthony for money, whoa, uh, he'll Do he'll, he'll he'll write. I got two great references right here. At one thousand dollars a word, you're welcome, Anthony. Just set that bar high. <laughs> Yeah, you start going. Well, out I'm you definitely negotiate. not getting a job, so thanks, Kyle. Appreciate <laughs> two, it. Uh, <laughs> two articles. I'm retired. Done. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, bold, bold predictions. Anybody? The Bucks make the playoffs. Wow, that's one that we're going to have to keep track of for about a year. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, the Bucks trade down in the draft and take a kicker in the first round. Damn. I, I don't know if this is bold or not, but I'm going to say that the uh, the Houston Texans are going to defeat the Oakland Raiders uh, in the playoffs. Oh, with the Raiders playing the third-string quarterback. Yeah. Bold. Bold. Caliente. <laughs> Caliente. Well, I mean, the, 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 the fucking... Delvin, what's his name? Cook? Connor Cook is starting for the Raiders. Yeah, not yet. How many quarterbacks have been named Connor Cook? I feel like there's been a lot of them. Probably a lot. At least one. How many, how many kickers have been named Connor Barth? One. His name is Connor Barth. Barth Vader. 
Darth Vader. That's, that's riveting to, to in the podcast on. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's wrap the show up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Check out all of our other podcasts at SharkTrapper.com. And that has been more of the Bay for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. See you guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.